Hi, and welcome to the Slippery Slope. So last month, I did an episode where Alex Berenson had asked why China wasn't using mRNA shots, and they were using more the traditional uh, traditional vaccines. So today's episode is going to be, again, with Alex Berenson and an article that he's written and saying the title is, No Wonder China Isn't Using MRNA Shots. Very interesting article, uh, and the links will be up in the details for this podcast, including the links um, taking us towards the, uh, the scientific journals where this information can be found. So the title, as I said, is No Wonder China Isn't Using MRNA Shots. A jaw-dropping peer-reviewed paper shows China's old-school vaccine produces a far stronger T-cell response to the coronavirus than the Pfizer-BioNTech mRNA jab. In the report, Alex says that China's CoronaVac shot caused people to make far more T-cells targeting the coronavirus than those received by Pfizer's mRNA shot. That's what the scientists in Hong Kong have found. Although it is only one data point, the study hints the Chinese shot, which is based on older, well-understood principles of vaccinology, may ultimately provide longer-lasting protection than the hastily developed mRNA jabs from Pfizer and Moderna. Now, in this point where it says ultimately provide longer-lasting protection, now, we, we've all seen how, you know, you get your double dose of the vaccine and then three months later, they're telling you, hey, you need to get a booster. And where I live in Australia, in Queensland, they're talking about the second lot of boosters. So within a six month period, you're getting four shots of one vaccine. And, and then we're talking about these long lasting effects of, of COVID, um, you know, and, and when, and they keep discussing how you have to get vaccinated. Uh, our media here keep blaming death rates on people who haven't had their boosters. Yeah, what's the point in these vaccines when they only last such a short period of time? And that's what this this study is saying, that it seems like, uh, from these data points, that it seems like the older, the older style vaccinations last a lot longer, give you a lot longer protection. It goes on in here to say the study was published in a peer-reviewed journal called Ris- uh, Respirology in November of 2021. But it surprisingly has received no attention, or he says unsurprisingly, because, hey, the media don't want to, and governments, media and governments don't want to admit that these mRNA shots, you know, aren't as uh, aren't as fantastic as what they make them out to be. And maybe the older style vaccinations are the better way to go. So it goes on to say that it offers a rare head-to-head look at the immune system effects of the Chinese and the Pfizer COVID vaccines, which work in very different ways. So the conclusion is that vaccination with the BNT162B2, uh, which is basically the long form name for the uh, mRNA, um, so that's the technology behind that mRNA uh, vaccines. It, it, these uh, induces stronger humoral responses than CoronaVac, which is the Chinese one. But CoronaVac induces higher CD4 and higher CD8 plus T cells responses to the structural protein than the mRNA vaccines. So it goes on to say the humoral responses 
are antibodies, the body's first line defense against infection. The mRNA vaccines are known to produce supernatural levels of antibodies, giving rise to short-term protection that fades within months. As I said, these short-term protections, three months later, and they're telling you you have to get a back a, a booster. Absolutely ridiculous. T cells are a part of the immune system crucial for producing long-term immuni immunity and reducing severe diseases in people who are infected. The mRNA jabs have been shown to produce relatively limited T cell protection, but this study appears to have been the first time anyone directly compared them to the Chinese vaccine, so the more uh, traditional form of vaccination. The scientists compared the immune responses in more than 700 people who had received either CoronaVac or mRNA shots, matching them by age and demographic, demographic data. As expected, they found very high levels of anti-spike protein antibodies in people who received the mRNA shot. The mRNA jab forced our cells to make large amounts of the spike protein that sticks out of the shell of the coronavirus. These proteins then cause the immune system to produce antibodies against it. However, the CoronaVac recipients, so that's the more traditional uh, vaccine, uh, they had lower levels of anti-spike protein bodies, but they also had antibodies to other parts of the coronavirus. Even more importantly, when the scientists ran further tests on a smaller group of about 100 people, they found the coronavirus shot had sharply increased the level of their coronavirus targeting T-cells, which last far longer than antibodies. And the new T-cells targeted both the spike protein and another important part of the virus. They included both CD4 plus T-cells, which stimulate the overall in immune response to infection, and CD8 plus T-cells, which directly attack infected cells. Meanwhile, the mRNA jab produced an equally good response in only one of the four of those four types of T-cells. That's amazing. And it's amazing how it's amazing how we haven't heard anything about this study realistically. Uh, you know, why is it you have to ask the question, why is it the government Pfizer and Moderna don't want this study to come out or haven't done any more of a uh, comparison between the two different types of, of vaccination processes? So going on in this article, uh, it says that in short-term trials, the mRNA vaccines reduced infections far more than the CoronaVac and a, sex, and a second Chinese vaccine called uh, Sinopharm, BIBP, which is also an inactivated virus vaccine. The early, results, the early results led to considerable chest pounding about the superiority of Western vaccines and biotechnology in general. But the real-world data from the last year has made clear that these mRNA shots lose their protective effect quickly, as I said before, we've all seen it, because they focus the body's immune response on a small part of the coronavirus. They are also very vulnerable to new variants such as Omicron, even after a third booster dose. Has anyone else noticed how you know they're pushing these boosters constantly pushing and yet just a new virus a new variant comes out or you know every time a um every time we're having uh our deaths our death rate spikes in australia it's always blamed on oh they haven't got the booster 
we need a booster. We're going to keep talking about another booster. The article goes on to say, in fact, Western countries have faced a much harsher Omicron wave since December than countries such as Indonesia, which use more Chinese vaccines than any other country except for China. Although in the last two weeks, Omicron cases have risen sharply in Indonesia. So this study was all done in Hong Kong, and that's the only reason why they were able to do it, because it's only in Hong Kong where you have the ability to vaccinate with the traditional Chinese, uh, with the traditional vaccine, which is Chinese made, and the mRNA vaccines. Uh, so the Hong Kong study may also help explain China's apparent reluctance, as I did that other podcast on, so their reluctance to move forward with mRNA vaccines, either its own or those from Moderna and Pfizer. So for 14 months after Fosun announced a deal to make the mRNA shot available in mainland China, Chinese regulators have refused to approve it. He goes on to say, don't worry though, China will no doubt be glad to set up coronavac clinics at pharmacies across America if we, if we ask nicely. But it's interesting, I, I do a lot of, um, I do a, quite a few podcasts about China. It's interesting to watch what happens in China. I, I don't think the Chinese Communist Party can be, uh, can be a, part, a political party that you can trust at all. Obviously, they're communist. However, it's, it's good. You have, to, you have to look at what they're doing and read between the lines. I mean, the question has to be asked why they haven't moved on. If these mRNA vaccines are so good, why hasn't a government like the Chinese Communist Party moved on to it, especially when they've been able to develop them themselves anyway? And why are they sticking with the traditional style of vaccines? This report may uncover why exactly they're doing it. And what is, the, what is the reason why we've got such a strong push for these mRNA vaccines? There's a lot of questions. My personal opinion is I don't personally trust these mRNA vaccines. That's just my opinion. I won't get vaccinated by one of these new uh, biotech vaccinations. However, Western society, Western governments have forced it, have mandated, as we've all seen, these vaccinations to be used, these vaccines to be used. And now, what are we seeing also? New Zealand, Canada, Australia, America, all these, all these countries are all protesting these mandates and the use of these mRNA vaccines, having no choice. I think there's a lot of questions to ask here. It's a very interesting situation. I'll uh, keep you... Uh, informed on the situation and let me know what you think. Thank you for listening to the Slippery Slope.